Welcome to Cognitive Rampage Podcast. Hope you're taking care of you. Hope you're living your Cognitive Rampage. You have to believe in the power of you. Uncomfortable is where the change is. Hope you're taking care of you. Hope you're living your cognitive rampage. I am uh, strolling around down here in uh, New York. About to go live today on the NASDAQ show on Times Square. It, uh, it's kind of my wheelhouse, really. So, honestly, a lot of, a lot of that doesn't, vary. Doesn't, doesn't make me nervous, really. I, uh, I enjoy that, I don't know, I enjoy that rush, that challenge, that chance that you take. You know, I've had uh, a lot of friends in my life once in a while uh, look at me and say, Adam, you know, how do you wind up in the places that you wind up? I mean, it's always something different or wild or just uh, crazy, you know, where it ends up sometimes. And I, too, sometimes look back once in a while and go, wow, uh, how did I end up here? And I do that just to think back, right? But I think I get to these places because I'm not afraid to take chances. I'm not afraid to put myself out there. I'm not afraid to try anything at all. I used to jokingly say I'll try anything twice because I may have done it wrong the first time. You know, I have wound up doing some pretty, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I hate to say amazing things, but they're random things possibly is, the, is a better word. Wound up doing some pretty random things that have popped into my life. Uh, and it's been that way for some reason most of my life, uh, wherever I've wound up or ended up before. And I guess the message I'm trying to tell you today is to take those chances and to bet on yourself. You know, a lot of times, you know, if there's something you want to follow or something you want to do, we tend to put that off. Well, once I get this uh, education, once uh, I get through this thing and then I'll be able to, we find ways to put off things that we want to try or things that we want to do, or things we think we should be doing, right? We put those off. Well, once I have this, then I'll be able to in some fashion, right? Um, And I'm guilty of that too a lot of times in my life where I have said, you know, I want to do this, but I have to do A first and B first, uh, and then I can get to that spot to where I can try this or try that. Um, But I urge you to take those chances, right? I mean, I hate to sound cliche, right, and say you never know when you're going to go, so take the chances while you can. But you never know when you're going to go. So take those chances while you can. And don't, don't underestimate yourself, right? They tell us not to underestimate our enemies. But you shouldn't underestimate yourself and what it is you want to do, what you want to try uh, or get into, you know. Um, get into it and play around. And next thing you know, you'll find yourself in some pretty wild places. Uh, I found it, I don't know, amazing how... how when I was a counselor, I was, uh, you know, practicing and, you know, running into some issues that I, that I, I just couldn't stand that were happening in, in mental health. So, you know, back in 2014 uh, or 13, I started a little Ustream cast that I was doing way back then. Um, <laughs> and in that Ustream cast, there were maybe three, four people would watch that thing. 
And little did I know, I wasn't doing any podcasts or anything, and I ended up going out to L.A. and took a chance, went and said hello to Joe Rogan and told Joe what I was experiencing, just put myself out there. It was like, hey, man, this is what's going on. And I made it not about me. I made it about, well, what that mission was, what the, uh, well, the chemical incarceration that was going on. So I put that out there, not about me, but about the mission. And wow, the very first podcast, as you know, if you've seen anything that I do, the very first podcast I ever did, ever did, was Joe Rogan Experience Podcast. The very first one. I hadn't been on any other show ever except my little Ustream thing that I was doing at the time. And little did I know, <laughs> by taking that chance, introducing myself, making about the mission, not myself, would wind in me up on Joe Rogan's podcast for my very first one. And oh my God, look where that took me. After I did that, I was like, wow, all right, so I'm finishing the first book. Next thing you know, I'm podcasting. Five years later, 2019, I'm still podcasting, and the Cognitive Rampage is number eight now in Alternative Health on iTunes, is where that ended up taking me. All the way to here, did I know that getting better behind the mic, getting better at interviewing, hosting, having to figure out marketing on my own, I knew nothing of internet marketing at the time, uh, nothing. <laughs> I, I had to just dredge through and... Steve Stone uh, was a lot of help to me uh, in the early years of starting Cognitive Rampage and still is now. And so I learned a little bit. Uh, I forced myself to learn how to build websites, how to have tracking programs, all this other stuff. And I just kept pushing forward, taking the chances, making it about the mission out myself. And little did I know that would wind me up with a NASCAR client, uh, which I'd never even been to races before. And I was hosting certain shows for a, a NASCAR racetrack. And I was like, whoa, wow, how am I doing this? And then before you know it, I was uh, on the mic hosting uh, Billy Lane's vintage bike race. Uh, and I just kept going and, and wound up doing those things. Then I wound up with this company I'm with now, CompanyTrader.com, and started hosting some shows for them. Little did I know that would put me on the NASDAQ in Times Square in New York today at 3 o'clock, which I, which I still look up and go, what? Wow. Now, I mean, so this is where sometimes my friends will look at me and go, Adam, how do you wind up? What is this? There's nothing special about me. I can tell you that. There's nothing special about me whatsoever. It's just that I take chances, man. I take chances. I have visions or a dream or a goal or something like that. And I follow that thing. And I don't let it hold me back. I don't get nervous. I'm not, well, I get nervous. I get nervous that it won't go through, right? I, I think I find more nervousness and, and anxiety and guilt or shame if I don't try something, right? Uh, you know, that's the short-term pain versus long-term pain. I'd rather have short-term pain knowing I gave it a shot and it didn't work out, the long-term pain wondering what, what could have been, what would have been if I just would have, you know, and don't let that happen to yourself. It's amazing the places you can find yourself in if you believe in yourself, if you take chances, you put yourself out there and push through, push through some uncomfortable moments, um, teach yourself. You can teach yourself so much. You don't have to wait on other people to show you how to do things. And believe in yourself. And take chances. I know it sounds cliche, man, but you got to take chances. Bet on yourself. You know, bet on your own, your own abilities. Bet on those own things in your own life. And it can change your life. You can wind your. You, you'll wind up in places that you thought you'd never dream you'd be at. Um, and I still reference my past like that, where I, I never dreamed I'd be on a microphone. I mean, I've, I've given speeches in front of 2,000 people at once. I mean, for an hour. That's something I thought I'd never be able to do, right? Public speaking in front of so many people like that, right? 
I mean, but that's been checked off the list. There's so many amazing things. And you are writing the story of your life. You are the author. You're writing not just uh, the end, because frankly, we don't control the end of our story. It just ends when life decides it, uh, it's time for us to end, right? But you do decide what's written on the next page. And that's the best part. You control what happens next. That is a lot of power that you have in your own life for today, for tomorrow, for however you choose to write the next chapter of your life. It's really how we live, I think, that are remembered. How we treated people and how we live that are remembered um, more so than the difference because we all end up dying, don't we? So take shots. Take chances. If there's something that you want to do, right? If you, right, I, I, I asked this question to uh, some friends or two. I've asked it to Patricia before and I do it often. What you can do is right now, look at, ask yourself and say, if I could be doing anything I wanted to do right now, be that for work, right? Because look, if you're in a job that you don't like or something like that, your answer is probably going to be something like sit on a beach somewhere in, in the Virgin Islands or something, right? It's going to be, oh, I would just be chilling out on vacation somewhere. But listen, vacation gets boring. After a while, you're sitting there. Human beings, we are productive. We like to make, create, develop, interact. These are the things we like to do. So if your answer is, if, if I could be doing anything right now, it would be sitting on a beach somewhere, drinking a Mai Tai or whatever it is you like with an umbrella in it, and sitting in the sand, well, then maybe you don't like what you're doing already, right? But think about it from a professional standpoint, right? And I, I hate the word career and profession, you know, because th these are things that get pigeonholed into negative connotation, right? But... Ask yourself that right now. If I could be doing anything, what would that be? Because when you pigeonhole it into career, in quotes, or professional, in quotes, oh, they're coming for me. When you pigeonhole it into that, you're kind of narrow-minded because you'll start to go, well, this is a job. This is a career. So I'd want to be doing X, right? It has to have this conformity around it that makes it a career but what you may want to be doing may not be very clear on how you'll make money it may not be very clear on how you'll make a living but if that's what you want to be doing then that's something you need to go for and do immediately don't wait you may have an idea you've been sitting on forever and once I get the investor I'll do that idea once I get through with this then I'll get there and and you've missed that shot you have to go for it right away. You can't pigeonhole. So ask yourself right now, if I could be doing anything I wanted to do, what is it I would be doing? And don't look at it from how you'll make money or how you'll make a living, right? And, and then see where it sets you. And again, if your response to that is, oh, I'd be on a, on a beach in the Virgin Islands or in the Bahamas or something like that, or I'd be in the mountains, you know, hanging out you know, just relaxing, right? Well, then maybe you're trying to get away from a life that you've chosen to create for yourself presently. And that's a good tell for you right there. But I'm telling you, you can't be on vacation for life because the human spirit is not on vacation for life. You'll want to build, create, develop, interact, share, grow. I mean, this is part of what we are and what we do, at least in my opinion. So what is it? What is it for you that you want to do? And look, it doesn't have to be forever either. These are the other things that hold some people back when they're trying to decide what it, what it is I want to do. Well, I, I don't know if I want to do that forever. You know what I mean? They may say, I don't want to do that forever. It doesn't have to be forever. It's the right now. So, so many people go, well, they take their time making that decision because they're thinking, what is it, right, that I love so much 
and, and they give you this quote. Um, if you're if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. This is horse shit, by the way. This is a bullshit statement because I've done everything I've ever wanted to do, and it eventually becomes a job at one point. You know, so and that's when you lean on the passion that you have for doing that to keep continuing to do that, right? Yeah, you love what you do, but I think the saying should should be make sure you do what you love so when it becomes a job, you can lean on the passion and love to continue to do that. That's what they should really be saying. Not that you won't work a day in your life, because if you have passion and love for something, you will work days in your life. You know, so you know, don't think about it that it's got to be forever. Don't think about it. Whatever decision you make now, because I'm 40, because I'm 60, well, because I'm so young, I don't want to choose being so young what I'm going to do the rest of my life. I think it's a crock of shit to tell kids, which they are kids if you're 20s, in your 20s, or uh, to tell them, hey, I know you're just, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, 24. Uh, we need you to pick, you know, a high school senior what you want to do for the rest of your life. This is fucking ridiculous. The kid is still developing. They're going to have experiences, things that, that make their life turn left and right that will want to change. So I think it's ridiculous to tell a, a young person, you know, unless there's you have that thing. You may have that thing, and that's great, but that's not everybody. But, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't even matter, you know, you got families to support. This is the other thing I hear often. Well, i, I got to take care of the family. i got to take care of the kids. Well, if your kids came to you and they said, hey, you know, mom, dad, I really want to do this for my, you know, my life, but I know I'm going to, if I'm going to make that much money right away or figure out how to do it, you know, you would tell them to chase their dream. Well, that goes on you because our kids look at more what we do than what we say. And so if you are that parent that says, hey, I can, I got kids, is it really the quality of life that you're thinking about? Because, you know, I want to provide for them. I want to make sure they have the biggest house, the most toys. They can sign up for all the stuff they want to sign up for. Then I feel good. That's still a selfish thing. That's still on you as a parent going, I want to feel good about myself. Or can you control or, or tone down the quality of life for everybody around so you can begin to chase the dream because the family is only as happy as the happiest or unhappiest link. And then when you're chasing dreams like that, it's amazing what it does for your kids. When your kids see you chasing a dream that you love so much, it lets them know, hey, I can do that too. I want to be like mom. I want to be like dad. I want to chase my dreams despite however old I am or despite what people are saying or even what I think about myself and my abilities to be able to do so. This is how you take chances. This is what I mean by taking chances, trusting in yourself, not waiting, not making excuses for why you can't, why you shouldn't. There's always those excuses if we want to make them that, okay? So look, man, you can go out and live the most exciting life that you can come up with by taking chances, introducing yourself to people you thought may think you're stupid if you just say hello to them, making it about the mission and not yourself. When you make it about the mission, it's amazing how that helps yourself along the way too. But, all right, that's my cognitive rampage for this morning. I got to get going, headed uh, downtown, going down to Midtown Times Square here in a little bit. But uh, wish me luck today, everybody. Hope you're taking care of you. Hope you are living your cognitive rampage.